think about for a moment about those myths that you hold regarding financial security. It simply could stem from a lack of knowledge. And if you're not where you want to be financially, remember it's never too late to make a change. You've likely heard from both me and our past guests this type of message. This is why I encourage you to listen closely to the message today that our guest Ramona Cedeño brings in this conversation. You don't want to miss it. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hemphill, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. You may have grown up believing that if you have poor money management skills, you can't achieve financial success like other people have. You know, it's that thing in your mind that says to you, I am bad with money. Therefore, I'm always going to be in debt or I'm always going to be living paycheck to paycheck, those type of things, right? It happens. And how can you overcome this? Because all things are possible, in my opinion. You just focus on learning to improve your financial skills. And you're doing that in listening to this podcast. And of course, you want to avoid dwelling on those past mistakes. And this is where a lot of people get stuck is dwelling on those past mistakes. This is your host, Jen Hemphill, and thank you so much for taking time to join us today. I'm really excited and honored that you are here. Today's guest is Ramona Cedeño, a CPA, which is a certified public accountant, a CFP, which is a certified financial planner, and the author of the book, Simple Choices, Big Rewards and Money. Both in her book and in today's discussions, she emphasizes the importance of shifting our mindset, as well as what simple choices can do to create big rewards. Financial security is possible for anyone, including you. So finish listening to this episode and you will see exactly why. Remember that there's a helpful community available to cheer you on and where you can share what you've learned from today. More on that later, but for now, let's get this show started and meet Ramona Cedeño. Bienvenida, Ramona. I'm so thrilled to connect with you today and really get to know you and your work because just from what I've seen on the interwebs, it's, it's very interesting and you do some fantastic work. So thank you for being with us today. No, thank you, Jen. Super excited to be here and to have this conversation with you. As always, we start going back in time, Ramona. So if you could take us back in time, maybe you have a memory, an experience, something that witnessed that really impacted you and really shaped the person you are today when it comes to finances. Sure. I grew up in the Dominican Republic. I was born in the area of Punta Cana when it was not the Punta Cana that it is today. And I grew up there with my dad, my mom, and my three sisters. I'm the oldest. And I think that the most memorable events that I remember related to money have to do with my dad 
and the way he handled money. So it wasn't a single event, but little events here and there that I noticed or acts that he used to practice when it comes to money, the way he handwrite everything that was happening in his bank account. And I told the story on my book, in my book, uh, Simple Choices, Big Rewards in Money, where I, I talk about how he sat there looking at, the, at this book, the passbook of his savings account for so long. And I was always curious, like, what is this? seeing in there so I always have that memory but in addition to that I remember how he dealt with his money he was very frugal and sometimes it was annoying but in the end it helped me become who I am in terms of the way I manage my money okay so you observed your dad just really looking at the the log was he just probably reconciling or was he just reflecting or what 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 was going on there you know he still does this uh, when I visit him in the Dominican Republic, he has the same type of bank accounts with an actual hard copy of a book where he looks, what he looks at is when he adds money, he goes back to home. He goes back home and he looks at the changes in the account. And it's just one more line or maybe three lines because they added interest. And he actually repeats to himself what he's seeing. And now that I'm older, of course, he, he repeats to me what he's seeing and what he's reading. And he will say, oh, I just deposited 10,000 pesos. You know, the balance is this. So I think it's just kind of making himself feel better about his money going up each time he makes a deposit. I don't know if he does the same thing when he takes money out. <laughs> but anytime he makes a deposit, <laughs> he goes to this. <laughs> That would be an interesting question to find out. Yes. So do you do this each time? <laughs> but I think it's interesting because maybe that, again, it could be that's the time that he checks in with his money. He knows money came in and he checks in, okay, this is where I should be. But I, I like, it. everybody does this so differently, right? Where, uh, and there's no one right way to do it, but it feels like, or it sounds like that is his way of really, again, checking in and just making sure everything that's supposed to be there is supposed to be there. And and just you mentioning his basically hard copy just takes me back because it wasn't, it feels like it wasn't that long ago where basically that's what you did. You had your uh, lodger or what is it? Is it called a lodger? Ledger? Ledger, see? <laughs> Bilingualism at this best. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out words sometimes. But the ledger, and you couldn't go online. I mean, yes, internet existed when I'm thinking of, but I don't remember going on online to look at the different transactions. I think you had to wait till you got your physical statement. Am I right? Or this is just my memory. And then you went through the different transactions. <laughs> and now you can just, you know, in an instant, if the transaction goes through, of course, you can check. But does your memory serve you like that? Because I'm thinking, my gosh, time has evolved so quickly. <laughs> You're totally right. When I came to the US, I was 19. And I opened a savings club and that I used to deposit $20 a week or $40 a week. And I used to have one of those books, but the checking accounts and other types of accounts that maybe had the balance online, you still ask the teller, what is my balance? Or you get the balance from the, from the ATM. I don't remember logging in, you know, and checking my balances. I would go to the bank and ask them. And I think that it's possible that, yes, there was a way to log in, but we never like, ex you know, explored it for the first few years. But you're totally right. That's how things were done just a few years ago. <laughs> 
I know. I just well, it feels like it was just yesterday. And I also remember, like, even uh, this was a lesson um, a family member learned the hard way, where you would you mentioned checking the balance at the ATM machine, and then would you tend to forget, like, let's say the checks that haven't been cashed. Right, so you tend to think, well, that's already been subtracted, but it really, in essence, hasn't. So it really being able to, even those checks, you still have to wait for them to get cash, but if you if you use them, right? But um, yeah, times times have definitely changed for sure. I think it's easier now for to for you to check because everything, most everything is is instant, right? So I'm curious. So I heard you say, talk about your dad and uh, what you observed him do with his finances. You talked about him being very frugal. Is that something that you also took on? Like when you became an adult, is that something that you found yourself as well uh, being frugal? If you spoke to my mom 10 years ago, she would say, yes, I'm like my dad. And it was fine. I was proud of it, actually. But I think that I, I eventually I found a balance. At the beginning, when I first started working and um, going to college, I used to do both at the same time. I was very mindful of how I spend my money. And there are some things that I do not do even to this day. Uh, there are some things I don't splurge on because they don't really add a lot of value to my life. I don't need them. So something looks pretty. It can be pretty. It can be shiny. But I think about the long-term benefit of getting that. So for many years, I was very mindful not to overspend on clothes and on the transportation that I use, the homes that I had, uh, the furniture that I bought. It, I was very careful with that. I now... I can say there are some things that I want to have and I get them still thinking about the long-term benefit. What I really like about the evolution from being very frugal to finding a balance is that I have become a lot more generous with those people that I love and and the things that I do for myself and for for my family and for friends and for the organizations that I believe in. And that's a very good feeling to have. But you don't get there until you are in a place where you feel very comfortable with the money that you have and the money that you can earn. And I'm happy to say that I reached that point. I was never like my dad. <laughs> it was like, if he hears this, um, he'll be like, is that what you think of me? I adore my dad, <laughs> adore my mom. But his frugality was extreme. He would, you would ask him for $10 and he would wait like three days to ask you, what do you need the $10 for? And then, okay, he will walk away again and come back and give you five. <laughs> and that is funny. That is funny. Now, I'm curious to know uh, with your journey, because you mentioned about 10 years ago, like you were frugal, right? And then you've come to a point where you mentioned you're generous, not just with yourself, but with others, things that are, you know, organizations that are important that you have achieved this sort of balance. How did you, what changes did you make? Uh, to get to where you are right now? I believe that as we accumulate some kind of wealth, whatever that is, 10,000, 20, 100, 200,000, the more you have, the faster it grows if you invest it in the right um, investments, if you have the right interest coming in, or if you have it in some securities that are making money, right? So I might save, I was always a saver. Like I save all the time. So over time it was accumulating. But I think the other thing that helped me in the last 10 years, I'm sure it was really starting my own business, which a 
lot of people can't do, right? We have side hustle opportunities now that we didn't have before. And uh, when I was working nine to six or nine to five for a company, you have limited income, right? You, you know where the income is coming from and how much is coming from. So you try to stretch that as much as you can. So depending on where you are, money-wise, salary-wise, you would be more careful than the next person maybe if you want to save. So in the last 10 years, yes, I have been able to grow my income through my business, learning more about investment, uh, investing in the market or um, crypto. I'm not telling everyone to go out and invest, but I have done different things to help me increase my savings. And when you get to a point where you are comfortable with what you have, then you're not afraid. And this means different things to different people. I comfortable with my their time. Some people might not be comfortable even if they have a million dollars and others are happy if they have 200,000 or 100,000 or not dead. And that is okay. Whatever being financially free means to you, it is okay. But when you get to that point of being financially free or empowered or comfortable, whatever you want to call it, then you can share and you can say, I'm going to buy this nice dress for this party. And you don't feel concerned about what that's going to do to, to your wallet. I love that. So basically, from what I heard, you talked about what got you here has been saving, investing, and the the power or just the opportunity that a business, uh, being a business for yourself can provide because there's not an income limit there. Did I miss anything? That is exactly right. Yes, the okay. income limit. Ready to transform your financial life with ease and confidence? Discover the Her Dinero Matters Money Planner, your ultimate digital tool for simplifying money management with its unique blend of psychological insights and practical budgeting tools. This planner is not just about tracking expenses, but about rewriting your money story. Whether you're aiming for big financial goals or everyday financial wellness, this planner is your personalized guide to simplify your money management and elevate your confidence. Download your copy today by visiting jenhemphill.com forward slash planner for more details and even get a sneak peek inside. Use the code Reina at checkout for 10% off. I like the way you put it. Perfect. Perfect. Investing and just basically earning more money. Yes. <laughs> well, side hustles as defined today, well, the opportunities, I should say, of side hustles are not like are more than the times of the bank ledgers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have evolved, evolved, that is for sure. Yes. Now, one of the things that you talk about is financial security. So how do you, Ramona, define financial security? When I think of financial security, I think of the future. I always think of the future. Even if I couldn't afford something today, but I know because maybe my money is in my 401k, right? Even if I can afford something today, but I know that in the future, I'm going to be okay. I still feel financially secure. So I think for me, financially secure is forward looking and it doesn't matter what's happening right now. You know, like I may have $25,000 in debt. 
said, I'm not so worried about that because my savings or my, my retirement accounts are in good place. Those are just some examples. But that is, for me, financial security. The other way I, I view it for myself is being able to do what I need to do in the case of an emergency. So those are the two things. It, it is the future, but it's, it is also what if there is something that I'm not expecting today, can I handle it? And that security of being that comfort, confirmation that I can handle that makes me feel safe and secure. And it, again, it, it doesn't mean that I only, I have savings of $50,000 and I don't owe anything. It is being able to draw from some funds to pay for my son's emergency, whatever, you know, even if I, my net worth was zero, I still have some cash there, even if the debts are there. And then um, and, you know, draw from it and, and support uh, my family and myself in the case of an emergency. Right. No, I like that. And also, because when it comes to building financial security, I think we've, you've already touched on some of those things, saving, investing, generating more income. And you also mentioned just now making sure you have an emergency fund. What are the, are there some other things that maybe I missed that are important for financial security? Planning, of course, I think planning uh, as much as you can. There is a lot of first unforeseen events that you can plan for, but planning for what you can control and what you can foresee makes you feel in control and it prepares you for some of the surprises that you can plan for. And planning, what that means is for me is if I know that my kid is going to college in 10 years, how am I going to fund that if I have agreed to pay for college? Or if I know that I have this home that I want to keep for the next 20 years, how am I, what am I going to do to make sure that I can pay my mortgage and if I don't have job, a job for 10, for six months, that I can continue to pay. And that's when the emergency fund comes in. So those are some of the things that I would say come into setting up a good plan financially. And then there is, of course, the budgeting that you might do on a monthly basis, uh, six months, a year. But for me, I look at the big picture instead of the, I need to spend $10 in coffee. This month is more like the big things. Uh, am I ready for those big things? And also when it comes to financial security, I know you've we talked about something of what we can do. And you also mentioned how financial security can look different for any everyone. So what are some questions that we can ask ourselves when, when, when we're planning our own, our own financial security? What would make me feel uncomfortable if, when it comes to money if I wasn't expecting it? If I lose my job, would I panic? If I decide like, I need to retire in 10 years because, I don't know, I'm no longer unemployable because of the, the services that I provide. Hopefully no one is in that situation because you can move to different jobs. But let's say you ask yourself those questions. And if you worry when you answer those questions, then that is an area that you want to focus on. And then the other question is, what do, what kind of life do I want to live? Not today, but also in five years, 10 years. And what kind of life do I want my loved ones to have? And what do I need to do to get there, right, financially? Those are big questions. But if we don't ask the big questions, everything else with that we plan is going to be small. Definitely big questions. <laughs> and really, I think the key thing here that I got 
is besides the questions mm -hmm. is seeing how uncomfortable uh, they made you feel and if you feel uncomfortable or you don't feel confident or you feel have a sense of fear uh, that's where you that's where you should focus on first yes so I love that now what do you think in your opinion are some most common myths or misconceptions when it comes to financial security that people have had I hear a lot uh, in, especially in our community I saw it at home a few times I don't know how long I'm going to live so why save right that is such a, a, a negative way to think about your financial security even if you save and you're another one using the money let someone else use it so it's always better to be safe than to be sorry the other thing is sometimes people believe that it's not worth buying a home because it costs the same as renting and i always say that's not it's not the best way to think about it because even if you're spending the same amount of money the home is accumulating equity it's going to be yours you can you're not going to get kicked out there are so many benefits of of having your own home and uh, the fact that i don't make enough i can save right just because i can i don't make more i can save that is not a good way to think about you know um, managing your money and, and growing it because there are people that are making a lot less than we are and they find a way to save a little there's always a way to cut down costs so many creative ways that you can in, implement or find to save and or to earn more think of the side hustles think of not doing things for free for your family babysitting ask for a little bit of money or some type of trade you'll find opportunities yes you definitely have to think outside the box and when I also think and I don't know what you think Ramona but when you're having these uh, when we're talking about these misconceptions it was more the things that you brought up were basically a scarcity mentality so where we're having these thoughts and you ask yourself is this positive or negative and you find yourself that it's negative ask yourself why is that coming up for you and I think digging into understanding why you're having it it could be maybe I know you mentioned um, earning more or not living you know you're not going to live longer so why is that coming up for you maybe you're you had a parent that died young right and maybe it's that fear that, that that's just going to happen to you right so really under I think understanding that is important too because when you understand that you can overcome that and shift that right Ramona you've mentioned at the very beginning uh, you mentioned your book uh, Simple Choices so talk to us what inspired you to write your book and what can the person listening right now that goes and picks it up what can they expect from it yeah so I am a CPA um, I work with a lot of small businesses uh, on their accounting and tax issues, but I was always drawn to helping the individual with the personal finances. I didn't go into that field because that was not a career that you would go for when 20 years ago or 25, I'm losing track, <laughs> but I went for accounting and um, by default you work with businesses, but I have always felt so strongly about managing your money well because it just helps your life be better. So I was trying to figure out how do I help the individuals? How do I help the consumers, the employee at X company become better at managing their money? I decided to write the book and the book is Simple Choices, Big Rewards in Money. And in the book, I go through a series of steps through my own stories and I interview other people that had good experiences, some not so great with money, and I share them in the book. And it's divided into nine chapters and I call 
cover a lot about or, or of the, the mindset portion, which you mentioned before. How do we shift our mindset? Start having a good relationship or a positive relationship with money. I also talk about understanding why money matters to us at the personal level. If for you, money is important because you want to provide for your loved ones, you're going to be driven by that to save and to earn. So being clear on that is so important. And then I get into other areas of setting goals, how to achieve your goals, what happens when things don't go the way you expect. I have a chapter on generosity and paying it forward and through education or sharing your time or your money uh, in any way that you want to be generous. It just makes us happier. And when we're happier, we do more for ourselves and it all translates to more of what we like. It's money or or happiness or peace uh, whatever it is that we want the happier we are and the easier it is to get love it and i really love that you're here today that you wrote a book that you're a latina that wrote a book about finances because sí. <laughs> we're needing a more latinas uh that well one latina authors more latinas in the finance space uh so i really appreciate that is there anything else that maybe you want to relay to the person listening right now whether about financial security or maybe really being able to make those simple choices anything that you would like to leave us with today yes definitely i always encourage the people listening to me talking to me or reading the book to believe that it's never too late to start making that transformation having a better relationship with money saving earning more it's never too late to make that change and it's also not true that if you are not good in finance and not good with money that you cannot achieve what everyone else can so put that outside out of your head you can do whatever you want financially you just have to educate yourself in the topic learn about the different things that you can do to improve your money and forgive your mistakes it doesn't matter that you got into debt at, at the age of 25 and you still owe that money it doesn't matter that you loan money to your brother and he never paid you forgive all of that and move forward love it thank you so much Ramona for being with us thank you for all you do especially in your field and to also being here uplifting our community thank you so much muchas gracias gracias a ti Jen me encantó la entrevista I hope this episode has left you eager to make some changes in your life so you can have that financial security you're looking for. Simple choices can play a crucial role in building financial security, allowing you to achieve your long-term monetary goals and maintain stability during uncertain economic times. By developing prudent spending habits, focusing on saving and investing wisely, a strong foundation for financial health can be created. Education on personal finance like you're doing right now with listening to this podcast and seeking professional guidance are valuable resources for fostering good money management practices. Remember, concentrate at the present, avoid allowing your past to dictate your actions because you don't want to dwell on the past. The past is the past. The present is what you need to focus on and you can shift your mindset and fulfill your dreams. Ultimately, 
achieving financial security is an ongoing process that requires proactive planning, informed decision-making, and adaptability to ensure long-lasting success throughout various life stages. So definitely be patient with yourself. You can connect with Ramona over at simplechoicesbigrewards.com. That's simplechoicesbigrewards.com. And as usual, it'll be linked up in the show notes. If you want to hear my favorite takeaway or also share your favorite takeaway from today, remember you have a community where you can do so. It's free to join and you can do so at jenhemphill.com forward slash community. That's jenhemphill.com forward slash community. Keep in mind, we definitely work hard to make sure it is supportive and a safe space for you. As for next week, if you are unsure about what an estate plan is, is or the benefits of creating an estate plan or if an estate plan is even for you or maybe you even already have one in place but you're curious to know or confirm that you are on the right path next week we are going to be discussing this topic in depth with an attorney that really focuses on estate planning so don't miss it. Buena pues, that is everything. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. It's really an honor to have you here. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 349. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 349. Remember that being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao. 